Welcome to the Julie Lawton Living Podcast, the place to get advice, tips, and tricks to building the life and luxury home of your dreams with 30-year business owner, designer, and builder, Julie Lawton. It all starts with a good plan. This is Julie Lawton Living. Hello, it's Julie Lawton, and welcome back to the Julie Lawton Living Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about change and how you shouldn't be afraid to make changes. The reason change is so uncomfortable for everyone, I think, is that change creates fear. It's like the fear of the unknown. Everybody is used to, you know, a system. You got your daily routine, your morning routine. If you really analyze it and think about what you do all day, you've got this thing down and that creates comfort and you know, and then if you go on vacation, you stay at a hotel, think about what you do. You kind of recreate your house in the hotel room. You put your stuff down, you get it all sort sorted. There's this whole routine all humans go through to create this comfortable feeling of my day, my routine. Maybe you carry a little rock in your pocket to make you feel better. People have little things they carry around. All these little things you do, maybe there's cologne you wear. There's something that you do every single day to make you comfortable. But what happens when you work with um, your designer, your architect, and your contractor and do a remodel or build a house, guess what? It's a big change. And that's what I was going to talk about and address today because change is scary and change disrupts your routine. It just disrupts your brain. Like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? So we go through this so much with our clients. It's it's like, because we're trying to explain to them, we're going to change this. And now this is how it's going to be this way. And while you're unfolding their dreams and getting it on paper, you're creating a new environment, but that's change. So it's... um. It's a huge deal. It's huge. How I get past the change, the fear of change with my clients is that we talk about what are we doing to change your world? So we talk about it and then we take all those dreams and those ideas and those checklists and we put it on paper, you know, the architectural plans, the design plans. So we're taking the change that you want, that you're projecting, because, you know, change is all about projecting what you want. Thoughts become things. So we take the client's dreams, put them on paper, and then we show them, okay, here's what it looks like. So most clients don't understand the space planning concept, but I do that kind of behind the scenes. And so the house flows and that's the architectural plans. But then we show them floor plans, which they also sometimes can't read. So what we really do is we do these beautiful color 3D renderings. So, th- and then we take virtual tour tours around the house with the 3D modeling available in CAD. And that 3D modeling shows them their house finished so they can visualize living in their new house. And all those dreams of what they want are now in color so they can see it. And once they see it, then they calm down because like, oh, I get it. And that's exactly what I wanted. And then, of course, while we're building it, they don't have any more fear because they've seen it in advance. There's no surprises with me because, trust me, I know how this process works. And you work with an architect, an interior designer, five engineers, and a contractor. And somewhere along the line, someone's not explaining everything in advance. And then you get lost and 
then you could, then there's fear and then there's delays and then there's anger. And then there's, oh my God, I'm so sad. All the emotions come out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because I said, because I don't understand this. Oh my God, what's happening? So my job at day one is to get a handle on that fear and make it clear. So it's, it's a, it's a talent and it's mandatory, but most nightmare remodels happen because this process isn't clear and the client's not comfortable day one and then it starts to go sideways. So I'm really big on making it clear because I brag about giving people a stress-free remodel. I mean, I brag about it and I kind of pat myself on the back because I'll, yeah, I do it. And um, that that's my biggest accomplishment, I think, with the clients is creating a safe, calm, Zen-like experience. So they 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 feel like they're in charge of what they're they're where the direction's going because we're working off their ideas. It's you know it's their dreams and visions we're putting into play for the the plans, the process, and procedure. I mean they're creating the, the they they're creating the cake mix and we're baking it. You know, so it's their recipe. <laughs> I think the ways that everyone can apply these thoughts about how to change, you know, maybe you change your delivery because change is what I manage for clients, but, you know, people change their lives too. Like if you want to change your life and you change your career path, you change your relationship, hey, you change your marriage, you change this, you change that. The change starts with knowing yourself. So you got to know yourself and then you create a roadmap to where you want to go. So, you know, goals, plans, process, procedure, you got to map it out. What do I want? Again, thoughts become things. Careful what you're thinking and careful what you wish for. That old saying is a a big one. So if you want to make a change, let's say you want to be a better salesman. You want to be a better designer. You want to be a better employee. You want to be a better boss. You want to be a better CEO. If you go to a life coach, they're going to make you analyze yourself first know yourself. Who am I? What's my personality type? What am I doing all day long? What am I doing to get in my own way? Because usually the problems start with the individual getting in their own way. Some people have too, are too nice. Some people are too negative. Some people have too much ego going on. You got to check your check where you're at. Are you grounded and centered? And do you really know yourself? And are you letting your people around you perform and function to their maximum? Are you blowing it? I mean, so you analyze yourself first and then you go through, then you go through all the people around you. If you're a boss or a CEO like me, then you got to go through and make sure that everybody around you is able to function properly and they have clear instruction. So it's, if you're an employee, it's about you. And then are you getting clear instruction? But if you're a boss like me, Gosh, you got to analyze yourself and then you got to analyze how are you training, coaching and allowing everybody to work in a healthy environment. I mean, the boss is the one. So the point is change starts with you. And I guess that's a saying, too. But when nobody really thinks about it, because a lot of people complain and then you get the victim mode. They did this to me. They did that to me. Don't go into victim mode and don't have any shame to my two chips or don't go into victim mode. Don't have shame for, oh, I screwed up or I effed up. If you screw up, it's because you hit a wall and then you got to go around it. And, you know, failures are stepping stones to success. They're not a, they're not bad. Failures teach you how to correct, make correction. 
if you're driving a race car around the racetrack at 200 miles an hour and you hit the wall, you need to make a correction so you can keep going. It's all it is. Maybe the tires were bad. Maybe some, the mechanic did something wrong, or maybe you didn't hold the steering wheel right. But there's corrections, and it's all about training, practice, 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 practice. So that's what life's kind of like. So anyway, that's my advice on how to manage change. For me, my personal changes, oh, my God, there's so many. Because I'm an artist, right? And I'm a dreamer. And um, and I, I go 100 miles an hour. So my big changes was, you know, at probably 40 years old was to slow down, check my diet, learn to meditate, or just learn to stop for five seconds. I mean, just getting me to breathe was a huge thing. So just take a pause and then learning to meditate still to this day. I do not sit there for 15 minutes and meditate. I take a minute and I, you know, I do take a minute, but I stop everything, pause. What is going on around me? And what am I, what's that voice in my head saying? And hey, I meant better listen to that. But my big change was I started about 40 years old, you know, learning to pause. I started yoga, meditation, which really means that I learned to pause and listen. So my superpower seriously to this day for my clients is I listen and I listen to everything my clients say and I watch them. I, I see their emotions. I'm, I'm paying attention. It's not about me. It's so when you learn to be a really good boss or a CEO or just a good human, you learn to like kind of get grounded and step outside of yourself and observe. What am I doing? What are they doing? Being a being a listener and observing what's going around and your awareness. And that goes back to that meditation of stop for a minute and be aware and be present in the moments because being present, a lot of people are thinking about tomorrow. What if, what if, what if, or they're just shooting for their goals, which is really good, but you got to be present in the moment to actually be successful. That's my other tip. Being present in this second, in this moment, just is huge. And if you're having problems, it's funny. My grandma used to tell me, we're having a tough day, Julie. Think about this, go minute by minute, then go hour by hour. And then if you're good with that, go day by day because you need to slow it up and just deal with that minute and then deal with that next minute because times are tough. You're having a stressful day. Just slow it down to minute by minute. What am I doing now? What am I doing? You know, it's, it's funny how she knew this because she had an interesting life. My grandma, she was oldest. Of, she had 12 kids and um, her husband died when the last one was born and all this stress happened because um, that this was back in the sixties. And, um, she had a lot to on her plate and she probably taught me all this. It's um, all the, you know, the, and my mom too, cause she went through it too. But uh, it's funny. We, I learned this from my grandma and my mom, all that um, regulating, you know, stress. It's not, stress is not bad, but you gotta step back, take a deep breath and go minute by minute. If you're having a tough day, it's, and you'll get through it. It's no big deal. <laughs> Some days you wonder, but yeah, that's, uh, that's my tip. It's funny because everybody goes through change, right? I'm 61 years old. I'll never lie about my age. I'll never, <laughs> you know, whatever. But I'm 61 years old. And my biggest thing now, as I'm growing my business and I have 20, 20 some employees, is my biggest thing now is to truly learn to delegate more efficiently and really step back and only do what I'm truly good at and what I'm going to benefit everyone with most. And in my case, I'm a designer. 
and I'm a salesperson. I mean, I'm a good salesperson, but my, I'm the one that takes the vision and turns it into reality. And I, I really do well with working with the client one-on-one and running the job. But all the people that help me do that, what I've done is I've got like four new employees that are, that are doing what I used to do in one day. I mean, how is that possible? But I watched that unfold this year where I, I thought, geez, I was doing all that. And now there's four people at 40 hours a week busy doing what I was doing. And that just happened this year. So my big thing is to, you know, kind of really dial in how valuable it is to have a support system and really focus on what I'm best at. And of course, I don't consider myself a micromanager, but I know that I did do too much in one day because I like to keep things moving. So that's my big change is to really a little more self-awareness and really train, delegate. And while I'm training and delegating, which is kind of cool, I'm building my little empire, but I'm also um, training people to have careers and futures. So I kind of enjoy that because once these, all these employees are trained, they have a valuable um, asset. And again, I'm a one-stop shop and there's not many people that do one-stop shops where it's actually one person designing and, and doing the submittals, running the engineers and running the job as a contractor. It's unique because there's a, there are other female contractors, but are they architects? Are they designers? Do they run the engineers? It's, I mean, I do provide this one-stop shop, so it's, it's kind of cool. So I like the fact that I'm able to train people how to have a successful one-stop shop, stress-free design build experience. Cause I'm telling you, it's not hard. It's not, it's not hard to do this, what we're, I'm doing. It's, it's, but you got to be conscious because I don't know any other processes with any other companies that are str- truly stress-free and where you don't have to get in there as a client and manage something and, you know, be part of the, uh, drama. So anyway, yeah, that's my goal is to train more people how to do this. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap it up. And then as, as you all know, change is scary, but it doesn't have to be so scary that it stops you from making the change. You, the, the change is mandatory to grow. Change, of course, is mandatory when you hit walls and you and you think you're at the, your bottom. Oh my God, I'm just, I'm such a failure. I failed. I didn't, you know, that's, That's prompting more change. So change shouldn't be scary. It should be welcomed. So when you see change coming and okay, also if you see change coming, great, you're projecting it, but sometimes something happens and it forces you to change. So whatever happens and whatever, you know, whether you're projecting it or something like seriously just happens, boom, I got to make a change. Um, that's, you should welcome that and embrace it. That's, 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 you're being ultimately productive because all of us have to go through change to be better, be more successful, be better humans, be better in their relationships, but change should be embraced and welcome. Don't see it as a failure or, or a, oh my God, a horrible thing. Um, you know, something dramatic happens. It's, it's always, it's another like notch in your belt and keep moving. Change is stepping stones to success. This is a wrap for this episode, and I look forward to seeing you next week on another brand new podcast. In the meantime, be sure to head over to julielotton.com for more information on what's coming up next.
Thank you for joining us for this episode of Julie Lawton Living. For more information or to connect with Julie one-on-one, visit julielawtonliving.com. And don't forget, it all starts with a good plan.